Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Okay, so I met a great couple. Their name is Bruce and Diane Koch. Uh, they sat in on one of my Wednesday's talks that I do live at the winery. And at the end of it all, I asked them, they go, give me a topic. What, what, what should we write on? And Diane raises it. She goes, do a talk on restarting. I thought, wow, now there's a sentence for you, restarting. And I go, talk to me why. Why, why would that matter? She goes, oh, my gosh, the, we're living through the aftermath of COVID right now. And people are feeling down and isolated and just kind of beat up. And, and I feel like a lot of people need to restart. I thought, oh, my God, this is a great topic. But I got to admit, when I first started thinking about it, I was frustrated because I, I really think that I, my first train of thought was, well, why do we ever why do you ever stop? Let's just keep going. But there are times where we do restart in this world. But watch this. You ready? Watch this. People are the most complicated things in the world. You all agree? Your mind's more complicated than any computer in the world. And our ability to adapt is stronger than anything else in the world. I don't think anyone would, would disagree with that. And when I said it, Ralph just looked up and goes, mm-hmm, I'm with you. I'm talking about emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. We were designed for change. You were designed to change. You were designed to go anywhere you want. You can go anywhere, do anything. You can move, do anything you want. In fact, if I set a fire at your feet, you could just walk away. But if I set a fire at the bottom of a tree, it can't adapt, can it? The tree's stuck. It can't move. It's going to burn down. While you, you don't need to burn down. You can just change just like that. One of our greatest abilities is the ability to adapt and change. Yet, I think you all agree, it's human nature to try to avoid change, right? Avoid the perceived unknown. That's kind of what we think, you know? There's a human nature about this. Yet, no one can predict the future. Like it or not, we all live with an unknown future. Many people would rather live with the misery they know than risk a change. You know someone living like that? They're living with the misery they know because at least I know it. And who knows what's on the other side of the door. So don't open the door. But you know, life is about cycles of endings and new beginnings. Everything of nature is about this. The sun rises, the sun sets. There's new beginnings happening all the time all around us. Summer ends for winter to begin. Winter ends for all the new life of spring. Anyone that has ever been through a breakup only to meet the love of their life, they know that new beginnings are often disguised as painful endings. By the way, there's no such thing as starting over. It doesn't exist. Every single experience, everything you've lived through, every piece of knowledge you are carrying with you today and forever, everything you've ever been through, you still have within you, all the knowledge. You don't, you don't start over at ground zero. I mean, Tiff and I went from the medical world to the winery world, and people go, wow, how did you start over? I go, we, we, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't start over. <laughs> we, we knew how to run a business. We knew how to communicate. We knew how to sell. We knew how to manage product. We knew how to do accounting. We brought all of that, and the only thing that changed was we went from hospital beds to wine bottles. 
That's it. There's no such thing as starting over because we carried all of our experiences and all of our knowledge into the wine business and we just applied it there. See, there's universal laws that you can apply anywhere. I think we should prepare and plan for reinventing ourselves constantly, constantly, because the world is changing around us. No one can stop it. Y'all agree with that? No one can stop the rate of change of this world. And there's a rule in life when it comes to the rate of change that the faster it must get faster, the closer it gets to the human heart. This is what I mean. Like, you can't change the world around you, right? And if businesses aren't changing faster than the world is changing, that business is going out of business. And if the people within that business aren't changing faster than the business, they are slowly becoming unemployed. So this is what I mean, that the rate of change has to be faster the closer it gets to the human heart. And by the way, it's better to keep moving than to stop and have to restart. <laughs> I really believe that, guys. That was my first thought in writing this presentation. Just don't stop. By continuing to keep moving, we will use momentum in our favor. And momentum is huge in this world. Life's momentum has the ability to smash through most obstacles just because it has the momentum to smash through it. I mean, think of a train. Imagine a train going down the tracks. That train weighs hundreds of tons and it's moving 40 miles an hour. You can put a brick wall in front of that train. It will smash right through it as if the, the brick wall doesn't even exist. But if that train's not moving, well, I, I could take a little wooden block and just stick it under the wheel. And that train ain't going nowhere. Momentum matters in your life. When it comes to starting over, it's good to keep in mind Martin Luther King's quote. He once said, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. I love that. You know, people call me an optimist. They come in all the time. They go, you're such an optimist, Randy. My goodness, wow, you're so, you're so positive thinking. No one has ever called me a pessimist. I gotta admit, no, no one's ever said that about me. <laughs> Yet I gotta admit, guys, I think extremely negative when I'm considering a new project. I am the most negative. Ralph shaking his head, yeah, right? I mean, I, whenever there's something new that I'm, gonna, I'm considering, I am the most negative person in the world because I wanna out all the problems right now before we get in too deep. But I, you know what I like to think? I like to think that I'm a, I'm a possibilist because anything's possible. And we should use that to our advantage. After all, it's never too late for a new start to become who you want to be. No, so I grabbed the page. I love that. So, so <laughs> halfway so, through, you reach over and grab a page. <laughs> well, so everybody that's listening, we the way the 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 recording process goes. Randy comes into the studio with with a bunch of talks that he's working on that he's tweaking, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's the first time I'm hearing it too. So it's so I don't get the process. All it's not like I get to listen to these five or six times and go, hmm, all right, let me see, let me build questions for the next time. He comes mm -hmm. in, he says it, and I try to. Anything I agree with, I go, okay, great, that's awesome. And the things I don't understand, I wouldn't say I don't agree with, but things I don't understand, I try to pick. And that's how you mm -hmm. get the conversations that we have here and there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you said this line, and I wanted to quote it correctly, that the rate of change must be faster the faster it gets to the human heart. Mm -hmm. And I'm... One, I'm also very slow with comprehension to take... Well, I can't say slow with comprehension. It's one of those things I have to work through certain things if I don't understand it. And I'm curious where, how that relates to it, like the process 
the rate of change must be must be faster the faster it gets to the human heart the closer the closer it gets so you're taking a physical thing and then turning the physical aspect of change to is it emotional religious i'm trying to find how it goes from that if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so I, i use the human heart like i could say the rate of change has to be faster the closer it gets to the individual person Okay. I'm using the I'm using that as kind of like dramatic language. The closer it gets to your heart, the closer it is to you. So in the, in the mm. example that, you know, if if the if you're employed by a business, if you're not keeping up with the rate of change of the business, you're going to be unemployed. You're out. Right, you'll be out. Cuz they'll go, they're not keeping up. My gosh, you know, like we're moving along here and you're you're like three steps back. So the person, if you want to excel within the business, you're learning more faster than other people around you within the business and you'll slowly just rise up through the ranks. It, it really is this simple. You know, I always tell people if, if you want to, if you, you can, you can rise to the top of any business by learning every single rule within that business. <laughs> I see. It's just that simple. And in order to learn that, you have to change who you are, change your thinking, learn more things, right? So the rate mm-hmm. of change, like in other words, like, like if you hear the stories of people come in, they're the janitor. Now that they're CEO, well, how do they go from the janitor to the CEO? Well, they, they first, they learn how to mop the floors. Then they, when they learn how to do that, then they learn how to run the cash register. Then they learn how to, to, to work the manage the back office of the cash register. Then they learn how to, and it just kept doing that until all of a sudden they can know everything that goes on within that organization. And all of a sudden they're the best choice to run this organization because you know all the moving parts right to mopping the floor. Interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. So the rate of change this is what I'm talking about. Learning new things, changing quickly, adapting. Because the world around us is changing. Nobody can stop the rate of change in the outside world. It is just happening naturally. Mm-hmm. So if businesses within the, within the outside world aren't changing faster to adapt to the outside world, the business is going to go out of business. I mean, you remember a while back that uh, uh, Kodak, mm-hmm. you know, Kodak, the Pol- oh, yeah. Polaroid, right? Yeah. Polaroid. Well, Polaroid didn't adapt fast enough and they slowly just kind of dwindled out. They didn't adapt to all the digital stuff. And now it's vintage. Right. Yeah. Now, now they're, now they're reinventing themselves. Right. Yeah. But, but Polaroid Kodak, they cut, they had troubles. They they weren't changing fast enough. And then other, other companies came in and they, they squashed them right out. They pushed them out of the space because they didn't reinvent fast enough. The world was changing. They weren't changing faster than that. So they were slowly becoming obsolete just like that. And then within an organization, if the people aren't changing faster than the business, they're becoming unemployed. You know, it, I've, I've seen it happen at the winery already. I've seen young people come in the system and they start working there. And they, they get in, they get in like a, a zone where all they do is one specific thing and they do nothing other than that. They don't last very long. Well, they want to get paid for something different. Like in that regard, is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we had, a, I had a young, young person say to me this maybe a week ago. Um, they didn't say it to me, but they said it to other, you know, Jeff and so on. They, they uh, we wanted to do another job. They go, well, are you going to pay me more to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Then, oh my goodness, this, we, we got to end that. You know? I mean, we, entitled attitudes don't go very far in this world. And anybody that thinks that, well, you know, I'm, I'm, you hired me to do this job. And if you want me to, to fold that, that paper, I'm not doing that. You better pay me more. And those type of people never make it far in this world. You know, it's like, if you, if you want more, simply add more. That's the way it works. If you, if you want more, if you want more value in this world, add more value to the world, you'll get more value from the world. You know, you can't say, well, give me more, then I'll give you more. That would be like, that would be like walking up to a fireplace going, give me heat. And then I'll start the fire. <laughs> Doesn't work that right. Way. It's so goofy. You know, give me heat fireplace and I'll, I'll light the wood then. It's like, no, you, you do the work and then you get the return. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the way it works. I see. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's 
and this is kind of, it's in the same conversation. Now I'm just curious to kind of get your input, right? Because now everything's in the news with, and I'm sure you hear it, if you've watched it, like just AI technology taking mm. over all mm -hmm. of these these people's jobs. And, sure. And in the film industry and the entertainment industry, mm -hmm. you got all these people on strike now, the writers mm -hmm. go, why would I pay a writer a $250,000 retainer when I can pay a $25 a month subscription for mm -hmm. an AI platform to mm -hmm. literally fine tune me a film script. And mm -hmm. I think that's like this, this debate. Yeah. yeah. I've kind of solidified myself in an, in an opinion of like why I think the AI process won't work, even though it does, it, it's there, but why by simply implementing that change into a business, the business goes downhill. But I'm curious to hear your aspect mm. behind it. The, the bad, uh, well, just in general, I'm even going to say the bad. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that there's a benefit of mm -hmm. automating and mm -hmm. replacing the human element with a computerized system? Mm -hmm. um, and I know this is a very drastic change, but it's in the conversation of change. Mm -hmm. But I'm, so I'm curious to hear AI in the wine industry. Do you feel from a wine perspective, that's something that will change drastically in your industry or that doesn't really affect your industry? Um, so if you talk about wine specifically, a big draw that Tiff and I had to the wine world is that wine hasn't changed since the beginning of time. Mm. Like, you know, because the medical world, the medical business changes every 30 days, huge. Like the way the billing works, all that stuff, it's a very complicated inter interwoven network that if you're not learning constantly, figuring out how does it work today, you're going to be out of business. In the wine world, you know, you got grapes that go to juice and juice goes to wine and you stabilize the wine. It hasn't changed. And wine is really about relationships and connection. You know, wine is about dinner around the table with your family and have a glass of wine and, and we're talking, we're communicating. So wine's more about the human connection than the physical product. Okay. So I, I feel like I'm pretty safe from this stuff. But at the same time, Ralph, I will use every technology I possibly can to make the place better. I see. Yeah. You know, and, mm -hmm. and when it comes to when it comes to the AI stuff in the in the whole entertainment world, I, I feel like they gotta be they should be careful right now. Because like in some ways, remember when the when the the horse and buggies replaced by, with the cars. Mm -hmm. And there were people that were in the whip business for horses. And they lost. Right. But yeah. All of a sudden, there's no more horses to be whipping. And you I know, think that's where the scary right. doubt, tens of thousands of people like right, right now picketing in LA for mm -hmm. my industry mm -hmm. because of it. But I see both ends of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, And I'm only saying that because it's it's I've been asked this question so many times and I'm like, well... I'm sure for my industry, that's where it is. But mm -hmm. for other industries, it's not as drastic or as guaranteed, but it's because of this introduction mm -hmm. of AI. Mm -hmm. I believe that it is there. It's saying it's fair wages and all this stuff, but it somehow the root of the problem is the film industry. And you and I had this conversation, even when we first met, how I've always said the film industry is so inflated that it, that, that eventually it has to crash. Mm -hmm. Like it mm -hmm. has to crash. Mm -hmm. It's so inflated. Like you have people on million dollar retainers just to answer their phone. Like things just don't make sense. Like mm. that, doesn't constitute anything. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, of course. Just because so you can answer your phone, I have to pay you this amount. Mm -hmm. That that aspect doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. but that's another whole conversation. Mm -hmm. But it all comes down to the root of the problem of these companies that are like, no, this is the service that we're providing. Mm -hmm. What makes a good movie? They've kind of figured it out. Like what makes a good movie? What makes a bad movie? We're seeing it now in today's day and age. Mm -hmm. The reason why hits in the box office aren't happening the type of content's being created. People aren't mm -hmm. into seeing that. They want to see this and so mm -hmm. on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So the structure has been set and everything's been set. Does this make a good movie? Yes. Well, now there's a technology that can replace that tech that can replace that mm -hmm. human. And instead of paying someone a $250,000 retainer, so you can live in your house in Agora Hills and, and have this and that all we're doing now is having you just we're putting you on a salary base to just oversee mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the the application. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are starting to mm -hmm. really like 
they're replaceable. Right. They're no, where in an industry where it wasn't replaceable, same thing in the car industry. Guess what? Those whip people that were making the whips for it, mm-hmm. it's replaceable because right. now it's no longer right. needed. Right. I don't know if anyone can stop this, Ralph. No, I, mean, I, that's, right. I don't, it's, it's I don't either. I mean, so it's the world is changing around us. And if we don't adapt, the one thing that AI will never replace is the human connection. It can't. It can't. And when and, it does, we've got a problem. But yeah, <laughs> if well, it does, well, we've got a problem. It, people will try to, but they're going to feel a sense of emptiness and so on. And in, in, within that breath, you and I right here, right now in this podcast room, we are connecting with each other and with the people around us. So AI could never write a podcast the way we do it. Mm-hmm. They, can't, they can't get the feeling. AI can't get capture the essence of the human. The structure of it, I like. I use AI for some, even like naming some of the podcasts. If I'm sitting here and I'm like, I can't even think of a good two paragraphs to understand. So it's mm-hmm. like, help me create, like I literally say like, what's this with this? And then I take your conversation and I go, okay, this is relatable. Let me mm-hmm. build the structure and the mm-hmm. template for it. So now I have mm-hmm. a, a thought, a fully expressed answer that's mm-hmm. using, you, you know what I mean? I'm, AI is not writing it. Mm-hmm. It's just, here's the template for it that makes something good right, right. and implementing your words. Yeah. That tool is interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting concept. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. So it's yeah. good and bad. It is. Across the board. Yeah. I think though, like, you know how like, like my little, like my children now, they, they grew up being able to touch a screen. That's when we, right. When we grew up, that wasn't possible. Playing kick the can. Right. And I remember the first time I ever held an iPhone and I put my finger on it and the screen moved around like, it's magic. Well, to the kids, it's just what happens. It's normal. So, right. So it's normal. I really think that our children will be able to later in life, 10 years out from now, after AI has been all around forever, they're going to be able to watch a movie and go, this was created by AI. This one wasn't. There's going to be able to be a, we're going to develop a differentiation between these two mm-hmm. and it'll be very vivid. And people are going to naturally want to see the real deal. They're going to see authenticity, not something that a computer just spit out at you because this is what makes sense based upon all the stuff that we got. In fact, I tried to use AI to, to create the, the title of my book. Really? Mm-hmm. I put the whole book. I put the entire book into an AI generator, said, give me a title. And it gave me about a thousand titles and they all kind of made sense. But AI did not did. think of exposing the roots. Yeah. And it what, gives you the idea. You was Randy Dietrich. It's like, oh, there's a thousand titles, a thousand yep. ideas. It's like, I could see this. I could see this. I could see this. But what's the true message of mm-hmm. it? An AI can't it tell you the true see message it. of a it story. It could not see it because it, it can't see the condition of the human heart. Yeah. It can't see that. You and know? that's where, that's where I think when you said this, the rate of change faster, the closer it gets to the human heart mm-hmm. is where like, mm-hmm. that's where, that's where my head went when you said it. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like, really the rate of change is happening so fast. How does that relate to it? And I think that kind of clarified mm-hmm. the, whole, mm-hmm. the whole, it took me a very long time to get to it, but yeah. to get to there. It's, it is tough. I mean, there, there are jobs that just won't exist in the future. They, there are. I mean, I think one day we're all going to walk into a grocery store, pick out whatever you want, walk walk out the door and not even have to walk through a checkout. They have that already. Amazon. Does yeah. It. It's just that simple. I mean, it's, there'll be a day where we, you won't go to the grocery store. You know, like, that's happening now. Too. I mean, all it, the rate of change. I mean, the other day we were talking about theft within businesses because I was reading an article about how Walmart, like there's so much theft at Walmart. And they, have, they, they calculate it in based upon their profit margins, what they need to sell things through based upon how much can be sold. And I go, guess what? Amazon has no customer theft because there's no one in there yeah. shopping the warehouses. Well, they're keeping businesses accountable too. Cause if so-and-so doesn't get the product then it's on the, like it's you're right. connecting it's the dots trackable. at that point, it's here, right. here, here, and here. Right. They didn't get it because of this. Okay. It's not on you. It's on them. Mm-hmm. But if it comes down to you, guess what? You're the one that gets screwed. Mm-hmm. So it's holding mm-hmm. people not screwed, but it holds you accountable for it. Mm-hmm. So it's, everything's all about accountability. Mm-hmm. I think it's starting to expose that to the world. Mm-hmm. How many, the people that were doing things, trying to, 
cut corners and do all this stuff. Now it's coming to fruition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of like, you got away with it for a very long time, but now the truth's here. Mm-hmm. Guess mm-hmm. what? Like, yeah. yeah, time to answer. I'm with you. With you. So, but yeah, I mean, I would say rate of change, you know, this is why you'll, you'll always hear me listen to the books. You'll always hear me listen to the podcast because I want to keep up with the rate of change. And I want to, I want to, you know, when you change fast like this, it, it, it puts you in a world of creativity, you know, because creativity, like we say, say in the underground, it's, it's seeing what everybody sees, but thinking what no one has thought. And in order to think what no one has thought, you need to have things in your head that no one else has in their head. It's connecting the, the dots that are unseemly connectable. And when you're constantly pouring new knowledge information in your head, you'll stay ahead of the curve of the world. It's a good way to end it. I'm with you. Amen. With you.